0: Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Fabiano Caruana. He's a professional chess player. This is Technotopia. Are you hiring, posting your position to job sites, and waiting, waiting, and waiting for the right people to see it? ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. And in fact, 80% of employers who post jobs on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through their site in just one day. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, absolutely free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash techno at ZipRecruiter.com slash techno ZipRecruiter.com slash techno ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Fabiano Caruana. You're a uh, you're a chess player, Fabiano. That's right.
1: Yeah,
0: that's correct. So you're just one of those guys who just hang out at the park and uh, just plays chess? Or is this is this like mm-hmm. a little bit bigger? I want people to be impressed, because this is really, really cool.
1: Slightly different than that. I play chess professionally, so I, I travel to tournaments. Um, you, they're played all over the world, and I, um, I play professionally. I, I'm currently uh, ranked number, number two in the world, and um, I'll be playing the world championship later this year.
0: What does it take? I mean, this is a little bit off topic, but what does it take to, to get there? What did you do uh, to become a, um, the number two?
1: Well, it's been many, many years of hard work. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've been playing chess since I was around five years old. And, uh, I mean, qualifying for the World Championship match, you have to go through a very long qualification process. Uh, So this was my second attempt before I actually managed to get to the match. The first time I kind of stumbled at the last step, Um, but this time I I managed to make it. Uh, It was a kind of long and painful (laughs) process to get there.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Do you still like chess? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I love playing chess. Uh, um I mean, I get I get a lot of enjoyment out of the game, but the the painful part is from you know taking taking your uh, bruises along the way. Sure, that's fascinating. Uh, <laughs> and losing a lot of games in the process.
0: Okay, so let's talk a little bit about chess. I mean, I think of all human endeavors, computers kind of kind of stormed in into chess playing and really.
1: Uh, shook it up a little bit, right? Would I, would I be right in saying that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, the, there's been a computer revolution in chess starting from the 70s, and it's still continuing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, chess engines are becoming more and more powerful. The hardware is becoming very powerful, and also the software is becoming more sophisticated. And now we use computers not not as a tool to play against, but mainly as a tool to kind of learn from. And to enhance, enhance our understanding of chess, and that's why the young players today are um, are becoming stronger so much faster and at such a younger age. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, top players also use chess engines uh, to not only to analyze games from the start, but uh, to also kind of try to discover new paths in the middle of the game and to try to improve our general chess understanding. And I guess that, that's also very likely to continue in the future as, as hardware and software becomes even more powerful.
0: So you guys are almost like cyborgs at this point. You're, uh, <laughs> for, in this specific case, you, you're you assisted and augmented by artificial intelligence.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, during the game, we, we have to rely entirely on our own brains. But in preparation for the game and in trying to improve our chess, we, we definitely benefit from the use of computers.
0: Because I mean, I think this is going to be the, this is going to be an interesting point for anything, so say you're I don't know training for a, for a Mars mission or something like that. You're not always going to have the computer next to your ear telling you where to go. so is what what are these what are these systems doing to teach uh, you and I guess the young players uh, how to find these solutions and is there anything special that you've noticed between i don't know between you when you first started when you were five and and today in terms of how you think about the game?
1: Oh, I, for sure. My my own thinking about chess is always evolving, and I'm always trying to find weaknesses in my play which I can correct. Uh, but in general, the the way that chess players play today is very different from the past, and even in the sort of relatively short t- time that I've been playing chess, around 20 years, I've noticed uh, a drastic change in the way, especially young players are playing, and it's definitely influenced by, by working with uh, Chess engines, and in the past, and this is also true for my own chess uh, players, could play a bit more speculatively, um, could take maybe some more uh, some more risks, uh, some gambles. And these days, the level of just the level of calculation that players exhibit is so high that you you can't take as many risks, and you can't <laughs> you can't really try to mix it up quite mm-hmm. as much. You have to sort of play the long game. Um and this is, I mean, the just the defensive resources because computers this is where computers really shine in their sure. accuracy, which is really shown in defending and counterattacking. And so I think that in general players have um gone from the sort of really tactical attacking style, which was uh popular in the past, to a more counterattacking style these days. Uh so just the computer revolution has changed not only like this how we view the start of the game, but also how players approach the entire game.
0: Is that has that changed the the feeling that you have about the game Has it improved? It has it has it. Uh, I mean, because we're gonna be we're we're gonna be in the same situation soon for lots of cultural uh, touchstones. So what, what is that, how does that feel
1: when you uh, when the game has changed in that way? I think it it's making it even more interesting. Um I mean you because players are becoming stronger and stronger, you have to work even harder to get that extra edge. And it's it's a very unique challenge, but but I think it it kind of enhances the game in a way.
0: What does uh, what does your day look like in 20 years? What does chess look like? Uh, are you still playing uh professionally? Is that or, or will computers
1: take that over completely, and you'll just have uh, robots battling it out somehow? Well, we uh, we do have computer on computer matches, but it's not... <laughs> I think people still enjoy the the thrill of watching, you know, two humans battle it out. And it's it's more of a contest of minds rather than. I mean, it's like you know, in a race, you don't really care that a car can <laughs> can go faster than a human. You still mm-hmm. want to see. The battle between two humans, and to see the best of um, the best of mankind battling it out in, in this uh, in this intellectual pursuit. But okay, I mean, computers are are stronger than humans now and have been for some time. Mm-hmm. But we still, I think, take enjoyment in seeing the best human players play.
0: So there will be. I don't be... think that
1: will change in 20 years.
0: Okay, so there's not, so, but do you think there will be a sort of an esport uh, in terms of like, I don't know, the best algorithm f- uh, fighting it out, that sort of thing?
1: Uh, I mean, we, yeah, I think that we, we will continue to see computer matches and, and people are trying to, to develop their chess engine, their software. And I mean, this, this is of some interest to chess players because we're, we're trying to see which computer or which chess engine is the best to work with.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so every day there are computer-on-computer matches. They play hundreds and hundreds of games. And and usually after that, you can tell which is better because you'll see maybe not a huge difference in score, but a slight difference. Like one engine might score, you know, over a course of 100 games, five wins more or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. You guys are closest in a very special way to a very specific type of, let's call it, I guess, AI or expert system or something. Uh, if you extrapolate it out from what you've seen since all of this started to today, all the way out into the future, are you, are you expecting computers to surpass us in lots of things, uh, mental things? Or is this, how much, where there was too much work put into the chess playing computers uh, to assume that, that we could have, a, I don't know, a shopping computer that goes to the, uh, goes to the store for us? You know, if, if that if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I understand what you're saying. I, I think that um, that people have put a lot of effort into uh, into uh, developing these chess engines and this chess software because it's it's an area similar to other uh, board games like uh, like Go or uh, like Shogi, where where you can develop something because it's a very Specific pursuit, you can develop something which can be extremely powerful.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But in, in let's say more uh, complex things like composing music, um, I don't think that computers will will reach a quite the same level. But for chess, I mean, or you know, recently there was this uh, self-learning AI AlphaGo, which was uh, which started to <laughs> to beat the the best Go players in the world. And we have the same for, for chess, um, but in terms of everyday life, I I don't think that uh, that we're going to see this anytime soon. But who knows? Yeah, I mean the the, the advancements that uh, that computers are making are, mm-hmm. are progressing by leaps and bounds.
0: Are you ever frustrated by the amount of uh, automation and uh, and systems that are that are put to bear on this on chess? If is is it is it just a human endeavor for you, or is it is it helpful to have this stuff?
1: Well, people sometimes complain about how computers are making the game too too drawish, or making. Uh, I mean, as the strength of players goes up, there there are more and more draws, and as the level of opening preparation gets higher and higher, there uh, there are more draws. But I, I don't I don't really see it that way, and um, I mean I, I still think that that chess. Is an extremely competitive competitive game,
2: uh-huh.
1: and some tournaments you'll have, um, you'll have some some results like you'll see, you know, twenty draws in a row, things like that, and people will start talking about the death of chess. But then, in the next event, you'll see uh, people winning and losing every single game, and there are no ties at all. And uh, so, I, I, I still think that chess is not suffering. Just because computers are getting stronger, and players are getting are getting stronger, and opening preparation is getting more advanced
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, I still think that this is a human endeavor in which uh, i mean in which the best player wins, and you can't rely entirely on uh, opening analysis and using chess engines to uh, to play your game. I mean you still have to be an extremely strong player, and you still have to work very hard over the board and um I think that, you know, psychologically also comes into effect more and more. As players are becoming stronger, they're, you have to find some sort of edge in different ways in terms of physical preparation or in terms of psychological preparation.
0: Hmm. Have you ever met a player who has definitely been, um, I don't know, affected psychologically by the, the, by the preparation of using these, these uh, side-by-side AI systems? Somebody who's very methodical, that sort of thing, or is, is that everybody?
1: Well, the, the, some people don't uh, don't really like to use computers. They try to steer the game away from from computer-generated analysis in the opening, or um, they try to find their own path. Uh, and for some players, it works very well. And for some players, it doesn't. I and mean, the thing about chess is that it's such a vast game in terms of the amount of possibilities starting from the first move uh, that if you want to find your own path and you want to go find something which is relatively unexplored by by chess computers, you can do that. And you might be incurring some sort of slight disadvantage at the start of the game, but um, there are many ways to approach chess. And some players like to find some, some sort of originality from the start. And some players like to approach the game more methodically, trying to find the very best moves from the start, um, not caring if, you know, their opponent has also seen these moves before and analyzed these moves before. Uh, but in terms of, I mean, I, I think some players are, are sort of psychologically affected when they see that, like, let's say, their opponent has been preparing with the computer and has prepared the first, uh, let's say, 10, 15 moves of the game, and is, you know, just, uh, uh, just playing very quickly at the start, taking no time at all, just banging out their moves. And that has some sort of uh, psychological effect on your opponent.
2: Because
1: it feels like you're not playing against another player, but you're <laughs> playing against their, their chess engine, which can be very unnerving. And so sometimes the other player will try to maybe play a move which they, they know is not, as, um, is not objectively the best move, just so that they know that their opponent will be out of their computer preparation and will have to think on their own at least
0: interesting so so humans are still introducing error into systems to uh, to make sure that they're still human
1: yeah yeah that <laughs> that's true i with the i mean you have to uh assess the risk of it because normally you shouldn't play moves which you, you know are bad but if you want to get your opponent on his own sometimes it makes sense all right
0: well this is this is incredible this is a uh this is a really interesting look into a world that i haven't even thought about um in terms of AI, augmented intelligence, uh, all that other good stuff. Thank you, Fabiano, for joining me on this. This is great. Well, thanks for having me, John. This has been Technotopia. I'm John Biggs. We will see you next week. Technotopia is brought to you by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York, that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the internet in a fun new way, or software that will interface with a new piece of top-secret hardware, Happy Fun Corp. is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy Fun Corp. loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. HappyFunCorp.com Technotopia is presented by your host, John Biggs. It was produced by Rick Barr of Barr 26 Entertainment at ricksvoice.com. It appears every Friday at noon, and we're always looking to talk to interesting people. Tweet at John Biggs if you'd like to join us on the show.